And have you ever smoked DMT? <laughs> I have not. Okay. I have not. Well, you're no Joe Rogan. Well, we are. We're we're live. We're going. So this is on. It's it's, it's on. It's on. This is on. Welcome, welcome to the podcast and what this is. And does uh, this thing have a name? No name yet. We're oh still figuring God. that out. Maybe we at the Dude. end of this we could figure out what we're gonna call it. But mostly just good conversations, good stories. Hopefully something that we say is going to inspire us to come up with the name. How about just the no-name podcast? Because that's all the people we have on, a bunch of no-namers. That's not true. We have a local oh, celebrity in our midst, we do have We do have a, a uh, local celebrity, heartthrob of southwest Iowa, I started, with us. I started sweating when I walked in the door. <laughs> I was like, is that, is that Tyler? Now you know like, what I oh, feel man. like every time. <laughs> I mean, you have to share a stage with him. I get fear boners sometimes <laughs> when I walk around him, so... About fear at this point, it's just desire. <laughs> desire boners. Desire yeah, just, boners. I, are they called desire boners or are they just boners? Yeah, I think that's a superlative that's not needed. They, there you go. There you go. <sighs> Shit. Oh, I, I probably keep this into a clean podcast too, right? Clean? I mean, it's whatever. How how far are we releasing this? How I far don't. is it going to go? I want to. I don't think you can't. Are we censor. going to the top? I don't listen. Wanna, podcasts I don't should not be censored. That's why exactly. they're popular. That's exactly. True. I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be filtered. No. You might watch say what you say. You never know who's I listening. Want. But not censoring speech. This is America. I'll agree. There's with no that. FCC in here. Amen, brother. I can agree with that. Right. I can get on that kind of train. But yeah. So we'll just. Uh, cover whatever we want is there any talk about whatever we want any kind of as the host of this podcast or one of the co-hosts do you have any like disclaimers you'd like to put out to the public regarding the quality of content or well uh, accuracy off, of content first off i'm not i'm not the host but i just want to say we are officially coming out against coronavirus this podcast is against coronavirus that's uh, a uh, we officially stance. renounce coronavirus. I'm I'm on board with that. Thank you. I, I mean I have not been tested, so no. But all all I'm, this is doing is just we we disavow. We don't yes. agree with you. Okay. Get out of here. We don't want to be in that small minority that's pro corona. Exactly. Sure. Either the beer exactly. or the virus. Sure. Sure. I agree with that. I just think it with the with the climate the way it is right now, we just have to put that out there i like it I like or it. or you know how we would gain more of a following come out pro corona <laughs> that's, talk that's, about that might be real get, bold we get some headlines there uh, you you're, know i i'm not against having some of this be conspiracy theory type of podcast and, and this is where i say is there a disclaimer <laughs> on the content we may you may want to tell people the opinions are yours and your own and well, not, not meant to, go to pull alex jones but I'm okay just, okay I mean, no, you're going to, you're risking your sponsorships. That's true. True. So. Mm-hmm. True. Can we get, can we get a couple of banks behind? This, uh? <laughs> I was going to say I'm here unaffiliated. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I represent myself and only myself. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not even going to say the bank that I work for. I All wouldn't. Right. Doesn't matter. Just in case. I may drop it after a couple more beers, but. I don't represent myself here. I only represent Sean. I'm just a parrot for Sean. That's the only reason I'm here today. You're you're the celebrity on the show, though. Yeah, but at your behest, I'm not here if you haven't made those promises you've made. Okay. 
I'm, I'm not going to begin to ask about that. <laughs> Crazy day in sports. Yeah. Have you followed everything that's happened today? Every single thing, as in nothing. There's been lots of crazy stuff. Have you watched the oh, trade wire or are you the talking free about agent Mel- wire at all? Well, Melvin Gordon with the with the Denver Broncos. Are you going back to yesterday? You talked about Todd Gurley getting dropped? Yeah. What about a fall from grace, huh? Um, Two years ago, best running back in football. $60 million extension dropped. Dropped two years later. I still think he has the talent in a healthy season to be the best running back in football. So it's a bargain, in my opinion, for the Falcons. Is he going to be your first-round pick in fantasy? No, no, because of his injury history. But that's it's almost thing, like, the thing that's different about it is we don't know specifically. Like, we can't point to say if his ACL is good. We don't know what the injury is. It, I mean, arthritis? Is it some degenerative knee condition? Yeah. We don't know. I mean, that's the, that'd be the thing I'd be leery of. Was uh, he, what, what makes was he me leery is zero. The, what's that? Was he patient zero with corona? Probably. And it ate the, away his body this entire time. And he didn't know because he was asymptomatic. And that's why the Rams were roughly such a disappointment last year. Mm. You know, you've got to ask the question. I'm just waiting for this virus to just blow over, and then five months later people start dropping dead. From uh, unrelated illnesses? Or Are you just, talking about that Sylvia Brown lady? The psychic. Is that the, yeah, the psychic yeah, one? Yeah, that wrote the book. I'll tell you what, if we could ever have a psychic come on this show, that may be the last episode. And I probably I, just because I, I'll, I, I'll get I'll get I'll get framed for murder. I, I got I, you. I got you. I can be wrong as good as anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can Psychics I can go pay someone out. to make up a bunch They're of stuff. Terrible. Did we talk about this? We've talked about this before. Nah, I'm not like, psychics freak me out. Like, why? I, I I haven't personally been to one, but I went to one with my ex girlfriend and the things that came out of that were enough. Yeah, because she predicted that we would break up. Oh, and like ninety-five percent of couples in that well, age I'm, range. I'm just saying. Not only did she, <laughs> yeah, predict you would be it, correct most, but of the before time. it even happened, she predicted how it would happen. Uh, and I, I mean, maybe it was just me in the back of my head that I had to see that all the way through to fruition. It's, but it's odd that she would be able to predict. No, no. To me, that seems that seems like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, she she put it in your head, and then that just that's true. She may have every single that. doubt that you For had the better, about the relationship going into that. Probably, maybe, maybe she's just really good at picking up on people, and she or could maybe sense, she was exactly she correct. <laughs> or what? <laughs> or maybe she was exactly correct. <laughs> no, she just picked up on your insecurities about the relationship when you walked in the door, and she said, "Oh, I got you, good fuckers." <laughs> it is. Hard to believe she could predict your ex would f- have found your stash of homoerotic novels. <laughs> he had it so. so good, so good. Oh, it was quite the. It was that was a reckoning that she had to have with herself. Like, can I continue being with a man who's into this stuff? And Sean, at the same time, am I into this stuff? Like he, it, at some point, he had to accept it. Or would I give it up? No, that's beyond no. Clearly, the answer was no. Yeah. I'm just saying they know a lot of weird stuff. Man. I, but I, sometimes you see the videos or the well, I'm not where they're about dead wrong about everything they ask about. Head. I'm not saying she was sitting there with her hand on her head saying, "Oh, do you know uh do you know a Tom?" No, I'm saying like she was literally there with her little flipping cards 
and oh, flipping went, those over and be like, a tarot card this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what's going to happen in the future. This is what's happened in your past. And it was dead on all of it. And I was just like, I don't know this lady, hmm. but maybe, and that was really before like Facebook was really taken off. Pretty freaky. Pretty freaky. I mean, hmm. when you look back though, can you dig into it and say she was just speaking in generalities or? No, was there not generalities. Specific? Very direct. Very direct. Hmm. And that's what freaks me out. I well, mean, I've talked to somebody else about, about these. I'm not, they're not even human. I mean, clearly they worship <laughs> the dark arts and, and see, I, I, I don't have any experience with it. I can't, I've never been to one. Um, and honestly, I don't think I want to go to one because I don't want to say I'm easily talked into stuff, but if they Just said like something, if, if, if they said something that really struck a chord, it would fuck me up. I don't even like magic because I hate to believe in anything that's not based on like science and physics. You Probably don't like one magic of the, like you don't like the David Blaine type of, type of magic. Well, definitely not that like stuff. I don't even like, like people that are just people that are good at magic and I can't see what the hell is going on. It it makes me upset. How one do you of one of my lowest moments in my life, the thing that I that I feel terrible about to this day, which I was drunk in a bar in Kansas City, so no excuses, but I don't think I would have done it on a Sunday afternoon sober. But there was a magician there in the bar going around doing tricks for tips. And he and it's been long enough ago that I don't remember all the details, but he was doing some stuff, and I wasn't able to figure it out, and it was pissing me off. And more or less, I was being a dickhead, and I was giving him shit. And I feel bad about it to this day every once in a while. How do you feel about hypnotists then? Because I that's, called out that's bullshit. I so I went to I went to I didn't I I've been to a couple hypnotism deals. Like I went to a comedy show that they had in Omaha one time and he hypnotized people and it was funny, you know? And it was believable to a certain extent. But what really got me was I went to a hypnotist from it was at a prom that I went to. Yep, that hypnotist. Yep. And this guy hypnotized this guy into being basically like basically said you're a flat board and like had done all this stuff and they said does anybody here think that this is bullshit and i very immediately raised my hand <laughs> i'm like yeah it's all yep. i don't believe in this at all and they put the person through a test like basically made this guy like he's told this kid that he was like as stiff as a board nothing could break him nothing and he had four people sit on this scrawny kid that probably weighed 110 pounds soaking wet. And it held all four of us. And he didn't, didn't bend at all. And I was like, this is the craziest thing. And then when you look in those people's eyes when they're hypnotized, freaky. Those people worship dark, the Dark Lord too. So I'm just saying. No, I, what was that guy doing during the whole planking stuff? I mean, he could have made a killing. I mean, that kid's core strength was unreal. Guaranteed, <laughs> he woke up the next day and either his lower back hurt or his abs hurt a lot because... No, you know he what? You, he might have woke up paralyzed. You need to Good turn up. that into like a, a football coach speech. Like, right. look at what your mind is capable of. Or look it's at what now. your body's capable of. Your mind's the one holding you back. I don't know. Every hypnotist I've been to, I've been to like three of them. One was at prom. And they got so many of my friends. But I went in with such a closed mind that I think I can't really... I can't really – I went in. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is not going to work. I know it's not going to work. But then well, that's, I saw people that I thought better of 
up yeah. there acting like idiots. Yeah. Like, I know that they would not act like this. So then I, I kind of wondered. I'm like, I, I want to try, but then I just can't get over my own mind saying this is not real. I can remember seeing um, some people like that I graduated with at the county fair get hypnotized, and it was hard to believe that they'd be making anything up. But at the same time, the hypnotists, I think they're usually like, well, if you you know, doubt it right off the bat, like you're disqualified, you're not going to be able to be, you know, hypnotized. So go ahead and go back to your seat. And that's like, that's their way of weeding out any of the doubters from the get go that would possibly cause a problem with their show. I don't know. I'm just saying, and and see, that's, that's exactly what they did at our our prom. And one of my friends, he said, he's like, I don't believe, but I'm going to get up there. And he, he looked dead hypnotized. Like he did everything in Afterwards, claim to not remember anything. And I still, to this day, I, I'm taking everything with a grain of salt, but I, I don't know. I'm just saying, if you got to open your mind so that way they can get inside your head. <laughs> That's the sunken place. I don't want to open my mind to anything. I don't want to open. Imagine that, being, that's, that's a scary place. I tell you what. I mean, what if you get arrested as a hypnotist and you got to go to prison? <laughs> like, you if could, you're a hypnotist, you can control if, the no, 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 no. entire prison if, population. If you're a hypnotist and you get arrested, then that proves you're a fraud. Well, how do you feel about these hypnotists? You hear uh, advertisements on the radio every once in a while, like such and such travels the world hypnotizing the smokers and the weight weight loss loss. they're like at the holiday inn conference center for the next two days come show up it's only fifty dollars and like a bunch of people that are obese and struggle to lose weight show up think they're gonna get hypnotized into losing weight or to quit smoking like that guy's making buku bucks taking advantage of the majority of the people that he's in front of first of all the only people that are keeping holiday inns going (laughs) were chingy and these hypnotists so, holiday. I, I, I'm just saying, Holiday Inn's not that great of a stay. I mean, I have, I'm just <laughs> hey, saying. It, all it has to like, be song. You're not. You're not going to stay at Holiday Inn on vacation. I hope. Oh God, just, no. It's just. It's just a place to camp. I mean, you, well, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. nicer than a lot, though. It's better than your your Super Eights and don't your Red shit. Roofs. Don't talk shit about Super Eight, okay? Your Motel Sixes. Motel Six. Yeah. They leave yeah. the light on until it burns out. Different. Unless unless Motel Six is out there looking for a podcast to sponsor, then <laughs> I would gladly become a Motel I got, Six. I got the perfect any day. I have the perfect hotel that would be a fitting sponsor for uh, this Sky, podcast so far. Skylark Motel. No, no, no. This was in Beatrice, Nebraska. I stayed there. I used to stay at a lot of hotels after shows, and uh, I booked this one and went into town. And it was when I get there at the end of the night. It's usually. 2 30 3 o'clock it was in the middle of winter it was like negative seven degrees outside i go up to the counter to check in old dude he hands me like a legit old school metal key tells me what room i go around drive my car around park go to open it can't get the locks work i'm like what the hell so i have to drive back to the lobby go inside say this key didn't work he gives me a different key try this one this is our master key it should get you in there just use this one for the night okay Go around, won't work. Now I'm getting pissed. Go back. He finally comes around with me to open it with a different key. Gets it to open, and it was the nastiest, scurviest, most outdated place I've ever stayed. But I think it was only like $47, so I I knew what I was getting. Perfect. (laughs) I do want to segue a little bit 
And something it's that I, a, I think it's not we a segue make... if you have to say it. Oh, well, it's okay for your first time. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working. Usually We're you just do it, and then I would say, "Oh, that's a nice segue, Sean." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let, let's start over. I'll edit all that shit out. <laughs> no, 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 no. We <laughs> want stays. unfiltered. That stays. <laughs> uh, I do want to make it a a main segment of this podcast to have with our guests okay. to tell a great college story or a great story of any kind uh you know something that just captivates and i feel like with our first guest he may have one of the best stories i've ever heard top three for sure you know not knowing tyler very well i'm gonna say that he probably has a lot so he could come on once a week and give us a good story um I have one that that, that's one of up. the best best parts about bullshitting with your boys. Is you're just reliving those stories. Oh, maybe that's the name of the podcast: bullshitting with the boys. I like that. Too close to busting with the boys. Barstool's new podcast. You know Too what? Close. Who's whose podcast is it? Barstool. Oh, no, Barstool. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No free Let's ads. not be giving plugs no out ads. there, okay? Until yeah, they're going to shelling out some money, or until no we're going to be ads. on that Barstool podcast forum. Listen, he has a Barstool sticker on his laptop. I do. What are you doing? I do. What are you doing with your life? It's okay. I love Barstool. You see this one? Sticker free. You also brought that in in a rifle bag, <laughs> which I thought that you yeah, seen in the door. You gotta, you gotta I, lose your uh, no sticker coolness. I, I thought you were bringing that in, and I was like, oh shit! Tyler brought in like, a gun. Like we're going to we're going to talk about guns. We're going to have gun oh. talk segment, and I, it's going to be I great. Be, I and he's be like, all in on that. We I can talk geek, a lot I about guns. Geek out of, I'll geek out over some ballistics. I tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we might have to start our own podcast. And <laughs> Tyler brought in. Yeah, this thanks for thanks brings for in this soft rifle. Us, pa- this soft rifle case, and I'm like, guns. We're gonna have gun talk. Great, great. Nope. It's a carrying case for his laptop. <laughs> it's not typically. No, but no. It's the gun case was out, and the laptop case that I have is full of my music stuff. So I just threw the laptop in the gun case that was laying there and. I mean, that's better called, than having to try to carry it in all the cords. Resourceful and Quick. efficient. Just like just like Sean, his his office doubles as a podcast studio. What is it triple as, Sean? All right. What am I sitting on? Real quick, real quick. <laughs> Coronavirus starts zombie apocalypse. What's your go-to gun? AR. 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 Five five six. Most accurate. I have the most ammo for it. Quick. Widely available. Yep. Light to carry. Will these zombies reasons. only be able to be taken out by headshots? Uh, I hope so. I, I like would think challenge. that that's, that's the typical story, but I don't know. I mean, okay. Real quick, another huge argument between zombie enthusiasts. Fast zombies, slow zombies. Uh, I Am Legend scared the shit out of me. Right. They're fast as fuck. That scared the shit out of you? What about Generation Generation yeah, Z? That, that one scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Didn't see that one. Not as scary. Why though. would you why would you not want slow zombies? I don't understand the argument. Yeah, you would want slow zombies if you but wanted to stand a chance. I, I feel like with yeah, you have, and then it, thus easier easier to avoid. Yeah, well, okay. But there's no I mean, argument here, I'm you, sorry. I, well, I'm just saying it's it's one of those things where it's a... Uh, I watch, you know, you, you look at The Walking Dead, and there's just hordes of them. And I feel like every movie that has slow zombies, there's just hordes of zombies. Yeah, that's... The fast ones, it seems like there's not as many of them. There's usually like two or three that are running There can't be as many, because they would win. <laughs> if there was as many fast zombies as there are slow zombies in a giant horde, 
there would just be a bum rush you couldn't stop. So why in I Am Legend is there only so many zombies? And I realize that there's a lot at the very end, but like uh, when he's out and about, like he only runs into like well, cause, ever so many. Because, because they are they're they pretty much in that movie they almost go like system down if there's nothing stimulating their senses in the immediate area. Exactly. So they'll sit there in the bottom of the of the dark basement just wobbling back and forth and until they hear, they hear something. They hear something. They're fucking right. now. Whereas in The Walking Dead, they're constantly migrating around in slow hordes. But they're also going towards light. As and, that as well, but I sound. guess the difference is is the fast zombies in I Am Legend seem to be only moving when provoked by some kind of stimulus. Also and afraid of the sun. That too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch that movie. Tell you what, I cried when he had to choke his dog out. Like legit cried. Yeah, that, sad. That was that was a sad moment. No, dude, yeah. the saddest part of that movie was when the helicopter went down. No, I, I cried more for the dog. <laughs> no, I'll agree with that. He had to kill his best friend. And, and, and his, and his last the whole friend. The thing is awful. Yeah. You know what's even worse is how the parallels between that and what's going on now are just striking. <laughs> I'm, if you haven't seen the movie Contagion, that's exactly I have, you what's going on. You did tell me about that. No, no, no. Someone posted on Facebook the other day I saw. They posted the trailer for this and like, this move, look at the trailer for this movie coming out next month. And then someone commented and they're like, that came out in 2011. And they're like, well, still. I'm like, yeah. Jeez. Not quite. It's, it's pretty eerie, some of those things. Hey, it's, here's another one that I saw earlier on today. You know the Disney movie Tangled? Uh, yeah. Of it. Yeah, Google Google the kingdom name in that one. Oh, yep, I saw that. Corona? Corona. The kingdom name is Corona? Yeah. No, that happened be- that I'm happened confused. because one of the developers had some stock in Constellation Brands. Nice. Which owns Corona. Yeah. It's almost so he was looking for a little bump there. $200 a share. I can't. I'm not buying into it. <laughs> Whatever it is. Thought about it. Didn't. What'd you buy? Oh, no. I was we looking at Constellation. Talk? Is that another segment right now? I love Stock, Stock Talk. Talk. I, just, Stock Talk. I bought and sold today with Did the market movement. Into, uh... I, got out of, I got into Aurora Cannabis last week oh. at $0.67 cents a share. I bought 1,500 shares. I sold them today at $0.80 cents for a little bit of a profit because I'm a little scared that they're going to get delisted. So then, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. so then I bought – I put everything into Canopy – uh, growth, which I already had some shares. So I, I have 150 ish shares of canopy right now, and I'm just looking for a pop. As soon as that pop hits, getting out, putting everything into Tesla. Tesla? Back into Tesla. Tesla? Tesla's I'm down. I'm going 40% in the last month. I'm going month. Boeing. Boeing? Oh, that's yeah. true. Anything. You know anything, what Boeing is going Any airline, any airline, any casino, or casino, any hotel, they're down so bad yeah. right now. What is I, I want to look at Boeing stock because it started at I was talking with somebody the other day. Oh yeah, it is, and it went way down. It was at like a hundred and seven or something like that, and it went down to like forty. Hold on, hold on to your tits right now. Boeing, fifty-two week high, three ninety-eight sixty-six. Right now, ninety-five bucks. Can we get a pop top break? Pop break. Very. <laughs> I love it. All right. I want to get into story time. Fuck, I like that. Uh, oh, you've been teasing them with that. Sean's much, got me wanting to buy like, some Boeing. Much like I might Bert buy Kreischer's some Boeing. Secret time, but I want to get into story time. 
And if somebody's got a better name for it, I'd, I'd love <laughs> story it. time. That's, that's fine. I, I want to get into story time because this might be, this might, like I said, top three favorite stories of all time. If he goes with this one, which I'm sure he will. All right. First off, this story is better. If you are familiar with the, uh, Maryville, Missouri and surrounding area. If you know some of the landmarks around Maryville, this story will ring a little more true for you or at least make a little more sense. So this goes back to, uh, I don't know, I was probably 22, 23. And like most college kids, you find yourself in spots where you just drank a little too much. I don't have a a lot of those stories. This one, for me, takes the cake. Uh, We started out at one of my friend's houses. Um, It was a buddy of mine's birthday, and he wanted nothing more than to make a beer bong so we could bong some beers. I proceeded to bong a 12-pack of Bush Tallboys. Consecutively? Within probably an hour, hour and a half. I mean, just... (laughs) Just... Just slamming them down. And uh, before we went to the bar, and then we go to the bar, uh, I was blacked out before we went to the bar. And then I have some brownout, foggy memories at the bar, at the Palms, drinking some schooners of probably more beer. Um, And I can remember almost getting into it with a kid because he sat down in the booth I was in. I was just just way too drunk. A schooner, by the way, 32, 32 ounce. ounce, 32 ounce cup. Yeah. Back, back oh. when the Palms was awesome and they had mug nights and schooners. Yeah. I was going to say that that was, there was a time where it were was you, awesome. Did you, did you, were you old enough to remember that? Did you I remember the Palms. I went to the Palms yeah. three times. Two of them were to see Tyler sing. Yeah. Um, that's. I can remember. Yeah. Thanks for coming nice. for the full band. Appreciate it. I, oh, I what? Yeah. You probably were there. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. You played How Homecoming awesome there one night. It Those sucked because I was 20 and oh, that's, yeah, that didn't have any cool friends who could get me alcohol. So I was sober as a bird, but it was fun. Sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so bar is closing. I have vague memories of walking back home with the group of people I was with, my girlfriend at the time. Uh, and then I don't remember getting back to any place. The next thing I remember... I was in some backyard, dimly lit, and I found myself going through a garden shed. Uh, I hope there's no incrimination going here. I don't think I did anything super illegal. Statue limitations. Anyway, yeah. I didn't take anything from the garden shed. I was just rummaging through it, and there was a couple lawnmowers, and and then I just moved on, and then I remembered uh, walking and I was walking the streets of Maryville, and I remember going through like a stoplight, and I remember cars going by me, and then I just remember jogging and jogging and jogging. I was jogging for a long time. At points, I'd stopped, and I tried to open a, a building, and it was locked, and jogging and jogging, more stoplights, jogging, jogging. The next thing I know, I am walking through like safari grass that's like eight feet tall. And I'm pushing through, pushing through this grass. I pop out the other side, and I'm in a backyard. And like a beacon in the distance, I see the back of this house, and there is a back deck, and there's two bicycles on the back deck. 
So I walked up because as a traveling man, I needed better transportation. I grabbed the, the bigger of the two bikes and I started to ride it out of the driveway and looked down and noticed that both the tires were flat. So I just ditched it, laid it down, went back and I got the small bike, which was like a 12 inch tire child's bike. <laughs> and luckily with two full tires, so I rode with it. I went out the driveway, got onto the road, and then I just remembered pedaling and pedaling and pedaling. And I went up a big hill and down a hill, and then I was going up another big hill, and I was getting so tired of this hill that I was like, you know what, it's not even worth trying to pedal this bike up the hill. So I stopped, threw the bike on the side of the road, and proceeded jogging. And then I just, I guess I got tired at the next hill probably. And I was like, you know what? screw this like I'm gonna just try to hitchhike or ride like I've been going forever the whole time I thought I had been over by the high school and I thought I was heading north on Icon which is the road that goes back behind the college past the uh, MCC so I thought I was heading that way and I was gonna catch um, 4th Street and head back towards my apartment so I'm like god I've been going forever I should be close to the college by now Anyway, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to catch a ride. So I literally wait for the first car to come out. And this is like late at night. So there's not a lot of traffic. But the first vehicle that comes by, I stick out my thumb like I'm a freaking stupid hitchhiker in a movie. And car pulls behind me and woo, 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 police lights come on. I was like, oh, my God. And no no joke, my exact words and thought was, oh, thank God, because I was that tired of running, jogging, biking, and not knowing why the hell I hadn't reached my destination yet. I was like, finally, some closure to the situation. You were willing Gar- to go to the Gar- drunk tank. Gar- I didn't know right what was going to happen. They're not going to leave in there. Guaranteed no, they're ride. not. They're yeah. not. They're to me, To me, a ride was a ride. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he gets out. He goes, sir, uh, can I have you come back and get in the car with me, please? I said, yep, no problem. So I get in this car, and he goes, uh, where are you heading tonight? And I said, oh, I'm trying to head back to my house. He goes, well, where do you live? I said, off 8th Street in Maryville. He goes, uh, do you know where you are? I said, yeah, I'm on Icon, heading north towards 4th Street. He goes, uh, you want to do me a favor and look up there at that roadside? And I said, okay, sure. So I look up, and I was right shy of the intersection on the highway heading towards Ravenwood, past the prison, there's the intersection at that blacktop there. I think it's double uh, E, I think it is. So I was almost to double E, probably about four miles outside of Maryville, three maybe, at least four from where I started. And I said, oh, shit. He goes, you're uh, on your way to Ravenwood. I said, oh, crap. He goes, how'd you get out here? I said, I've been walking and jogging for a long time. He goes, you came from Maryville and you walked all the way out here? I said, yeah. He goes, are you sure you didn't leave a car in a ditch somewhere and you're trying not to tell me you've been driving drunk? I said, no, I've been on foot for a long time, sir. He goes, okay, well, uh, you're obviously pretty drunk, but he's also—he's like, you're, you're also kind of coherent with me right now, so I don't know if I should take you into the hospital or what to do. He goes, you got a, a roommate or anything? I said, yeah, I live with my buddy Randall. He goes, you, you want to call him? I said, sure. Now, I knew Randall was up in Ames, but I was like, I'm just going to call him anyway. He goes, all right, go ahead and call him. So I'm looking. I was like, uh, I can't find my phone. He goes, you have the number memorized? I was like, yeah, I do. He's like, all right, here, you can use my phone. 
People will probably, probably remember the Motorola Razor phones, the flip phones, clamshell. The goat. So he had one of those, and he hands it to me, and he hands it to me, and I proceed to push my thumb up like it's a slide-up Kyocera, and I pop the face screen <laughs> off of his phone. <laughs> I, I, I push the face of that razor right off. He goes, oh, what the hell? What are you doing? I goes, oh, I thought it pushed and slid up. He goes, no, it just flips up. He goes, give me that thing. He's like, I'll just dial it for you. <laughs> so I tell him, he calls it. It's 3, 3.30 in the morning. Randall doesn't answer. Didn't figure he would. Uh, he didn't answer. Sorry. Give his phone back. Okay, well, I'm trying to decide what to do with you. Where'd you say you live? I told him. He goes, okay. Can we... I just, for anybody that doesn't know the distance that you traveled at this point. You definitely undersold it. It's way more than four miles. Well, we'll, we'll way more. I'll, I'll recap a little bit and Google, try to. Google that while, while he finishes yep, up the story okay. from, from where you at? Where'd you, where? Well, I would have started probably off uh, like so Buchanan by the bar. Somewhere I mean. in Main Street. Let's just, let's, let's go with the pub. Yep. And let's it. go from the pub to where, you know, double E is. Just so we have a good reference, because that's that's a that's a long ways. Yeah, I'll, I'll get at, after I wrap this up. Um, since this happened, I've kind of like some of my memories came back, and then like knowing the area, I feel like you know I, I'll kind of go into some of my realizations afterwards. Right now, the perspective is just what I was thinking from that night. Um, so anyway, he goes, I don't know. He goes, I, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. I'll drive you back into town, and I'm going to take you back to your apartment, and then I'm going to come back out here, and I'm going to drive around, and if I find a vehicle anywhere abandoned, you know, I'm going to come back and talk to you. I said, uh, okay, that's fine. You won't find one of mine. Uh, that's fine. It was the Ravenwood intersection, correct? No, no, not, not Ravenwood. Uh, I was uh, on the way to Ravenwood. It, oh, was, it was just past the prison. E-E? Yep, okay. Yep. I got you. That, um, yep, just past the prison there. So, I don't know. It's probably about... You ballparked it at four miles. It is exactly four miles. Yeah. I've driven that a lot. Pretty <laughs> so. I'll just... Oh, I got to hand it to you there. That was, yep. that was impressive. Continue. Anyway, so he takes me back into town, and uh, I had another buddy from out of town that was staying uh, there that night. So, he goes, is there anybody here? I said, yeah, my, my buddy Ryan's here. He goes, all right, well, I'm going to uh, go inside with you and talk to him and verify that this is your residence. And then, uh, yeah, I'll go back out, and I'm going to look around for vehicles and stuff. I said, okay. So he goes in. He's shining a flashlight. Ryan's asleep. He goes, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan wakes up. He goes, you know this guy? He goes, yeah, it's Tyler. What's going on? He goes, I just wanted to make sure we're in the right spot. So he takes me back in the living room. He's like, all right, once again, I'm going to go back out there and look for a vehicle, so stay here because if I find anything, I'm coming back. I said, okay, I'll stay here, no problem. So <laughs> I'm sitting by the front door looking through the window, and he's driving away. And as soon as he cleared the first house, I freaking sprinted out of there and ran straight <laughs> to my girlfriend's house. <laughs> so, so now we're at like 3.34 in the morning. I walk into my girlfriend's place, open her door, and she's sitting up there wide awake. She goes, where in the hell have you been? I was like, I don't know. She goes, why is your shirt on inside out? I looked down. I said, oh, shit. I said, I, I have no idea. I looked down. My shirt was on inside out. It was covered in grass seeds. And my whole, all my clothings were like soaking wet. My jeans were soaked. My shirt was soaked. I was like, holy shit. What the hell? What the hell happened? Anyway, no, I'm good. 
so I told her what just happened. Um, and then I was like, and I don't know where my phone is, and I don't know where my wallet is. And I'm like, I'm, I, I don't even know. So I just I went to bed, <clears throat> woke up the next day, went back over to my place, met up with Ryan. I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know where my phone or my wallet is. He goes, well, we started over at, at Miller's house. Do you want to go over there and check? I said, yeah, there should, maybe they're in my car. My car should be at Miller's house. So we go over to Miller's house, and my car's not there. And I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe I did drive somewhere. Crap. I'm, and now I'm freaking out because I don't have my phone. I don't have my wallet. I don't know where my car is. And I was four miles outside of town. I was like, oh, my God. I was waiting for a phone call from my dad. Like, the cops called me, and uh, the car was in the ditch, and what the hell happened? <laughs> and so, so I'm pretty down on my luck right then. And Ryan's like, dude, I'm hungry. What do you want for lunch? I said, dude, I don't care, but I don't have any money. I don't have my wallet. He goes, I'll get you. I was like, all right. He's like, let's just go to the Palms. And that was back when they still had food. I said, that sounds good. So we pull up to the Palms, and lo and behold, there's my car. I'm like, oh, thank God. I didn't wreck my car. Issue good. One. Issue one solved. Huh? Issue one solved. Yeah, one, probably the biggest issue solved. So I was like, all right, sweet. So I go up, and I'm like, I wonder if it's locked. I go, open the door, it's open. I open the door, and my phone fell off off the seat and onto the ground out of my car, and my wallet was sitting right there in the console. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm good. I'm in the clear. And I, and I was. I, I haven't had any problems since, but that was a, a light of hope at the end of a, a dark morning. So that was, uh, that was pretty much it. Now, now the, the funny thing to me is, like, walking back through and recapping I mentioned that I tried to get into a building at one point, which that night, I think I thought it was the post office, which it, I might have tried to get in the post office as well. I don't know. But looking back at the architecture, I remembered it was definitely Laurel Street Baptist Church. Oh, <laughs> I tried ooh. opening that for some reason ooh. on my way out on Main towards. They, they would have never turned you away. Let's no, but it was locked because nobody was home at three in the morning. So, so uh, yeah. I, and then. Uh, the stoplight that I remembered going through was the bypass stoplight out by the new Casey's, and I can remember cars going by me. So I literally was jogging, heading east towards Ravenwood. I remember cars going by me. Nobody bothered to stop. Of course, I was jogging, so I probably looked like I was just a crazy exerciser. But then, I, then, we, then we have to cross the river, and I don't remember crossing the bridge. But at the end of the night... My clothes were soaking wet, and I was covered in grassies. I'm pretty sure that I crossed the 102 River. Oh, no. And, I, and remember I was talking about eight-foot safari grass? I think it was a cornfield. <laughs> I think. There's a spillway there. I mean, that's, that's deep water. Well, depends on the time of year. I don't know. No I don't matter know. what, I wouldn't want to be fucking jumping in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive that I had to have crossed the river. That's how I got soaking wet because I don't remember going across the bridge. And then I definitely think the eight-foot-tall safari grass I remembered was most definitely a cornfield. And then there's a handful of houses over there that as I drive by now, I'm like, that's probably where the bike came from. Oh, I forgot a, a funny part of the story. So when the cop turned around to take me back to town, we went over one hill, popped over the next hill, and sure as shit, there's a bike laying on the shoulder of the road. And he goes, uh, do you know anything about that bike? I said, no, sir, no idea. I've been on foot the whole time. And he bought it. He bought it. So, yeah, it was, um, if you're a young person out there, do not try to drink. 12 tall boys in a uh, short amount of time. It won't end up good for you. 
I'm that, lucky that I didn't get in any trouble. <laughs> that is impressive, though. Again, one of that. my top three favorite stories I probably ever heard. And uh, I think we were before a show or something like that the first time I heard that. Yeah. And, you know, it just, that's, again, top three favorite stories I've ever heard. It's a, long, it's a long-winded story. I try to figure out how to make it a little more palatable and cut it down, but there's a lot of details. It was, I, a, it was a long night. <laughs> I, every bit of that, though. Not one part of that makes me just, like, God, wrap it up. You know, yeah. honestly, like that, that's a great, because everything was so random that it's hard to predict what the hell happened next because yeah, I mean, on foot though, you covered what I, I mean, I'm going to uh, like, we'll find out here shortly, but it, I he looked think at it. It was right at four miles. Of, he said it's what, how much? Right at four miles. Yeah. Right at four miles. Yeah. Just and a long not, way. That, I mean, that's not that's a long not way to do drunk. the terrain you crossed in the river. Probably. I couldn't tell you the last time I even walked four miles. Yeah, it was a long night. That's why I got to the point where I was just willing to hitchhike because I was so over it. It had seemed like forever, and I was just walking and jogging and jogging and walking, and I thought it was never going to end. So Not just four miles, but four miles drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you just didn't pass out hungry halfway through all that. Well, I, I mean, at any point, do you recall just being like, forget it. I'm just going to lay down here. I'll figure it out when I wake up. No. I would like to know, like, because my first memory after leaving the bar was, like, just seeing a little garden tool shed and going through it. No, I, I have no idea what happened before that. So I, am, I, I am surprised you didn't just give up because as, as you're telling the story, I'm thinking, like, he's going to tell us how he woke up on the side of the road or something like nope. that. Because next, I, next I, you, ha- you, have, you have a, a, a good out. fighting spirit because <laughs> I, I would have quit before then. If I tried, if anything like that happened now, I wouldn't be in good enough shape to finish that story. I would have not had the stamina to jog that far. <laughs> That's I mean, an impressive At jog. what point do you just find an animal, kill it, and then hollow it out and sleep inside of it? I might have got a fish. I don't know what happened in the river. I could have caught a fish. Could have. Could have. He's going he's gonna to rev it in it. He's anyway, going to be like Hugh Glass. For anybody that knows the uh, kind of the, the area of Maryville and can kind of picture where I was, it's, it's probably a lot more funny to picture a drunk kid running through the bypass light and then crossing the 102 River and stealing a bike right after that. What a dumbass. One of my stories is walking home from the bar. Uh, I walked one mile one night, and that was a pretty crazy night. And you added three on top of that, so I'm not I, I'm not telling that story. And at ever. the end of the night, I got dro- drove home by a I, state trooper. So that's impressive. Like that's impressive. <laughs> the fact that he didn't take me to the hospital. I mean, I mean, I'm, I must have ran it all out of me. Obviously, I hadn't had anything to drink for at least a four mile jog. So we're talking a while. <laughs> you sweated a lot yeah. of that out. You had to. Have- that okay. same year, which that's probably the most I, I drank in any given year. I was 23 and still in school. Um, that same year, I lost my phone for almost two weeks, went without a phone, and I eventually found it in my freezer. Which, again, that's a different in time. Your freezer. So your phone my probably freezer. wasn't as much a part of you as it would be No, like no, no. Today, you could, you could function without a phone back then. This yeah. is dating me, but that was nine years ago. In the but, yeah, I found my phone in the freezer. I went to get something to eat, and I opened it, and there was my phone sitting there. But you went two weeks without opening your freezer. That's what's more amazing to me about that than... <laughs> yeah, that too. I mean, because the go-to for any drunk kid is a, a Tostino's pizza. 
or, or any kind of pizza Absolutely. for that matter. No, it, Jack's, how did you go? How'd you go it's got to be Totino's. It's got to be Totino's. I'm Jack's man all the way. Oh, well, yeah, Jack's. Jack's, but when you're drunk, Totino's, oh. nothing hits like that burrito when you fold that up. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a rolled up pizza. <laughs> What's crazy to think about is that, like, we all that experienced those times in our, our lives, we all have those mornings where you're all r- r- trying to recap the night before and you, you never laugh harder. And all of us have those in every group of guys. And I'm sure girls too have those. There's so many funny things that happen to people that you never even think or know of. One time I, f- I fell off my porch about seven feet and landed right on my head. Same year, same apartment. It was uh, maybe probably the hardest I've ever laughed. My buddy Corey came over. We were playing tennis sometimes. He's like, I'm going to come over. Let's go play tennis. I was like, all right. So he comes over. He's like, you ready? I said, yeah, I can't find my freaking shoes anywhere. So I'm searching all over the apartment. Can't find it. Can't find it. I woke up that morning, and I had, like, a pretty sharp pain on the top of my head. And I'm like, man, my head is killing me. I don't know what the hell happened. Well, we eventually went out back, and not only were my shoes in the yard – But my shirt was in the yard, a frying pan was in the yard, my jeans were in the yard, and down in the soft kind of like mossy grass right underneath the the deck there, there was a perfect little bowl-shaped indention. (laughs) So as I'm down there, I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the hell? And then Corey looks at it, he goes, dude, did you fall off the deck and hit your head? And I and we just both started cracking up laughing. I'm lucky I didn't break my neck. It was probably about six or seven feet. Oh, yeah, that was a bad year for me. Would you, you say and that? You that, that was, and you had to be a defining year for you. Twenty three. Yeah, that was a good year. Best year ever. It was a lot of fun. That was year twenty for me. That was same same place, Maryville. Year twenty in Maryville was where I mean that. Was, yeah, that was a hell of a year. Uh, I didn't drink any alcohol though. That's impressive because I'm boring as shit without alcohol. I mean, I don't hey, hey, hey. that. I, I did. I did. Oh. What would your. Can we. For legal. What's the odds that we can have your dad come in here and tell some stories? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll that I'll might t- be I'll, our most listened to podcast. I'll tell oh, him it would be. I'll tell him secondhand. I have to, but no, he, he wouldn't understand what a microphone was. And God dang. <laughs> there is some good stories that you have. I'm, I'm just. I'm recounting <clears throat> all, the, all the things that I've heard both of you tell of stories. And I, I don't even feel worthy enough to even say any of mine. I mean, we've had some we've had some good times, but it's it's yeah. some good stuff that's out there. You know what's what's life without living through the stories, even the bad ones. Yeah, even the bad ones. Like I can think of some of the worst mornings ever, and the absolute best stories coming from it. You got you got to take something from it. It's true. That's true. Uh-huh. I uh, I just keep wondering when the day is going to come that I stop making stories, that I stop so. doing these things that are going to, because I I, hmm. I I have stories from the last few months. Are you single? I am indeed. Well, that's when it will stop. <laughs> when you get rid of that tag, they they do slow down. Uh, I will say my stories are probably limited to more more along the lines of once a month at most. Oh yeah. I mean that. I I do have one of my really good stories was uh right there. A that few months good. ago, that was a good one. It was a bad, horrible one, but again, now, another another story. Really I feel good. like we can Tarantino the hell out of <laughs> yeah. because uh, see it from my perspective, see it from Isaac's perspective, see it them. from your perspective, Ross's perspective. Yes, 
Got to be careful with the name dropping. You don't want to throw anybody under the We're bus. Throw not any last Okay, names. good. Isaac no. attempted to murder me. That's. Oh that was, I feel like we that, can that, we can hash that one out. Yeah, oh yeah, we can that have him quick, on here. That, and that hash was a quick cash out. out, and we can come back around to we'll it. We'll pretend like we haven't talked since then. I just built this yeah. building, right? Just built it. I maybe moved in a week, and we're at. The I think yeah. I think your business had been here for so. It was new. It was new, brand new. We're up at the bar drinking. The bar closes down, and and granted, the night got a little out of control. I didn't can, expect can it I, to be that can, kind of a night. Can I start the from my perspective sure. on that night? Sure. Make sure okay. you preface everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're telling this story now. Buckle up, Tyler. <clears throat> so this night starts. It's a Friday night. I get off work on Friday. Go do my thing after work. I didn't have plans to do anything that night. My buddy texts me, or well, I. Text my buddy, and I was he was out combining. It was during harvest. And I was like, yeah, let's go out and see how it's going. Help me out. Give me some stats for work, you know, whatever. Went out there, did that, and I was like, hey, do you want to go, like, drink a few beers, you know? It's Friday night. Don't have anything to do tomorrow. Let's go drink a few beers. And he's like, no, my girlfriend's coming down. No, probably not. And I'm like, that sucks. None of my other friends were in town. So I go over to my brother's house, and... Him and a couple of his buddies were drinking, so I went and got a six-pack, drank that there. And while I was there, one of my other buddies was like, hey, we're going to the bar. And I'm like, okay, this is turning into a night. So I'm about eight beers deep, go to the bar at 11, 11 o'clock, 11.30, whatever. Too late. If you walk into the bar at 11 or 11.30, walk right back out. Nothing good is going to happen from that point on. Not at this bar. Not, yeah. Not, <laughs> not at the good old locker room. But anyway... I walk in there. It's the usual suspects. You got Sean. You got Sean there. You got... Why, why am I unusual? <laughs> Every time I walk in there, you're I'm in not, there, Sean. Well, I mean, randomly. I don't walk in there I, very I often. I don't go there very often. I'm working late, and I'm in there. Well, a lot of times when I go Friday. in there, a lot of times when I go in there, it's because I know you're in there because I don't... That's true. That, so that probably skewed data there. Anyway, the night, the next thing I know, the night is ending, and I brought out one of my other buddies... I met up with the other one, and we went and picked up the other one who was in bed with his wife, ready to go to bed. And I'm like, dude, we will buy you two beers, and then we're done. We're just – it's not going to be one of those nights. And he – fast forward four hours, we're sitting in Sean's office, and he is sick. He's sick. We Is this – someone's Is this Zach? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do liquor and we did eight well, shots. We did a lot night. of shots that night. So I actually took night. a shot, immediately went to the bathroom, and just and threw, painted the stall. It was and tequila. I felt terrible. It was about straight it. tequila. It was felt horrible. Terrible. It was horrible. So we were all, you know, we were all drunk, and bar closes down, and I give a ride to one of my buddies to pick up more beer at their house. So then we all come over to Sean's office. We're standing here, just bullshitting. There's probably eight, ten people. And just drinking, drinking, drinking. Stupid. Should have gone home after the bar closed, whatever. Well, Isaac's thing is he's so he's tall and he's just so long and lanky. His arms are six two, every bit of 120 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So his arms are ropes. He'll go up behind people and sh- and choke them out until they tap out, trying to get them to fight back. I I don't ever fight back because my logic here is if I don't fight back. I can't not get out, and people can't say that he beat me. So I'm never going to fight back. 
and then that way they can't say that's, I got beat by him. That's your father's instinct inside. I'm never, yeah, because here's the thing: he's got that fucker locked up so tight. I know I can't get out, so I'm not even gonna try. You gotta he, walk. He's gotta walk around with your 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 fist to your chin. I do Constant now. Blocker. I do now. Wait till after this story, and then it, uh, <laughs> okay. He actually so. choked you out. Even more so. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so that's his thing. I'm always on guard for it. Oh but my he's God. done it to me so many times. He does it to like you know Ethan. Sure. Uh, Ethan, he will fight tooth and nail. Does Isaac have to get on his knees to do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan's, <laughs> Ethan's fucked. He is, he's so low to the ground. He's, he has no leverage and nothing. He's got that but, troll strength. But he Love will you, not, man. He will not give up. So he fights, 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 and I'm like, that's just, it's, it's a futile effort. It, you're not going to get out. So I don't ever fight. He's, he's done it to me a few times, and I'm always on guard for it, but I'm like, yeah, he won't do it to me. Whatever. Well, this particular night, someone had a jewel, and I, I, hit it, I hit the jewel a few times, not going to lie. So I was already depriving myself of what would become precious breath. And then we're standing around in a circle, and I just took a drink of my beer, and the next thing I know, I'm in a chokehold. And I, and I remember looking around the circle while I'm in the chokehold, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to hold it, though. And then I remember tap, I, I tapped out. And then the next thing I know, I'm waking up. Oh, my God. I'm looking up. I'm looking around, and everyone is standing around me. And they're like, dude, are you okay? And I looked down, and there was liquid all over my pants like I pissed myself. I didn't piss myself. I had a full beer that I just opened <laughs> that I spilled on myself. And I wake up, and my first thought was, am I so drunk that I just passed out? <laughs> And so I was like, I gotta play this off like I'm not drunk. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, guys, no, I'm cool, I'm good. And then my head just started throbbing. Oh no, just throbbing. And I'm like, wait a second, I am not good. I, I'm, I'm not okay. I fell down. I hit the shelf. I hit Sean's shelf with the side of my face, and then my head on the concrete. Oh my and God. So I'm like, dude, guys, I got to go home. And they're all like, Isaac's like, he's freaking out. He's like, I, he, I why did he drop saying. you? He, yeah, he just fucking like got me in it and then just let me go when I went down. He, he didn't, he'd never felt the feeling of somebody going lifeless and he didn't know what to do. <laughs> no. So he just released you. And that's exactly what happens. So like I get, I get home and I'm like, this isn't okay. This isn't just a normal headache. So I, <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but I called my mom and I'm like, mom, I did not know this part of the story. I'm like, mom, I'm freaking out. I just got, I just hit my head really hard and I'm very drunk. And she's like, she's like, you probably have a concussion. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. So I went to sleep on the couch and I woke up the next day and I fucking, I, side of my face is swollen, back of my head bumps all over. And it just, the throbbing headache didn't go away. So I was concussed 100%. I get, wake up to 12 texts, one from every single person who was there. Dude, are you alive? Are you okay? Are you okay? This is, this is I didn't get a response back from you till like 1 o'clock the next day. I didn't respond to anyone. I didn't Good. respond to anyone because I'm like, yeah. those fuckers. And then, Make em. after I tell Make them em I'm okay, after I tell Manslaughter. Exactly. I want them to, I want them to. Sweat it. I want that blood on their hands. Yeah. And then one of them has the audacity to send me a picture of me <laughs> on the ground. And I'm like, you – and 
sends a picture and says, dude, I thought you were dead. And I'm like, so you thought I was fucking dead, so you pull out your phone to take a picture? I'm like, go help me up. Go do CPR. I'm like, I, good, good to know who my true friends are. Anyway, uh, that it took me a while to forgive Isaac for that, a couple, <laughs> a couple weeks, and then we're just as good friends as yeah, normal. But I don't. He didn't mean to. He just didn't know what he was doing. Look at me in the eyes. Don't let him behind you ever. <laughs> don't let him behind you ever. Yeah. See, and here, here's my recant of the story. We're at the bar, and it got, it got, it got out of hand. There was karaoke going on that night. I've sang karaoke maybe. A I totally times. forgot about that. Yep. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff and me used to sing karaoke every now and then, but I don't sing karaoke by myself. I just don't like that kind of stuff. And I, I killed my karaoke song. Killed it. What was it? Tequila. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Granted, I there's only about that. Yep. One word. three or four times that he says tequila in it. Tequila. I, I killed it. I mean, yeah. the bar was there was people on top of the bar. All twenty people. Bras coming off. All twenty Bras people were coming off. Were I mean, it was, it was nuts. So I'm just like I'm riding this wave, right? I'm just like, yeah, that's bars how closing you, that's down. How you can't lose. They're like, what should we do? I'm just like, I've got this new office, literally half a block away. Let's go. And it and, and, and it was like a chorus of people after. After the bar closed, everyone was like, what's the move? What's everybody doing? Sean's office. We're going to Sean's office. And I was was talking to everyone, everyone that I saw that night. I'm like, dude, you coming to Sean's office? They're like, yeah, dude, I'll be there. God dang. Thank God not many people came, but we did come down here, and it was fun. And we had a good time. We were sitting here having some good debates and arguments about stuff and whatnot. Got and some music talk. It was we, we had some music talk and, and everything. Um, and then, you know, Seth just goes in this headlock and he goes down. And like everybody's like giggling, like when it when it's going on, like Seth's just sitting there like, oh, I can't make me tap pussy. And like, and then he just I he did tap. tapping. I tapped. And he goes down and he hits his head pretty hard on the shelf. Valiant and, effort. And hits his head on the cement. And everybody just kind of stood, stood there. Huddled around him, and then his eyes started fluttering, and he was like doing like weird breathing, like he, oh had, cor- like he had coronavirus, <laughs> like weird breathing, and we were just like, he's dead, like he and, he, and like it, what felt like an eternity of him sitting there on the ground. How long was I down? I don't. And the the stain from the beer is still over there. I haven't mopped that up, but yeah, keep that there. We, I, I truly thought I've been in here a week, and I have a dead person in my office already. I'm going to have to use my cowhide rug to roll him up in <laughs> that I just bought. And I was pretty proud of my cowhide uh, rug. And I'm like, I'm going to have to bury a body on my property and just never talk about it again. <laughs> Probably wouldn't and be able to bury him up, here. And it, and it was like nothing happened. He was like, ah, pussy, I told you I wouldn't tap. And he's like, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't hear from him. I saw yeah, Seth well. maybe a week and a half later, and the entire left side of his face... <laughs> Was black and blue. I had like to, he had just gotten rocked. I had to bike. explain. I had to explain to f- clients that come into work. They're like, "Oh, what happened to you?" I'm like, "I ran into a door." And I, I felt like a, an abused woman because I didn't want to tell them the truth. We're gonna have to edit that part out. I I don't equate my situation to abuse. Well, women. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> the struggle but is real. I, but what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to tell my clients? They're like, uh, oh, don't. What happened to your face? I'm like, I I got drunk and got tapped out. I, <laughs> my friend choked me out. Is that worse than Ross's face from the from last week? That was horrible. Ross's Ross fell down a flight of stairs and it was real it was bad. bad. Here in town? No, oh, Ames. Up and oh. He looked like it was bad. What a dummy. Yeah. Never done that. Never done that. <sighs> I just, I, I'm truthfully, like, I'm not a person that really blacks out. And, like, if I'm getting Mm-mm. to that point, like, I just go to sleep. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. It depends on what I'm drinking. If I, t- with the exception of my incredibly long story about ending up outside of town, that's one of the only times I've drank primarily beer and not just got tired and went to sleep. It, usually if I'm drinking beer, this makes me sleepy. I go to bed. Now, if I'm drinking a whole bunch of rum and coke, that's what the rest of 23 look like. What did we, I mean, like, truthfully, like, I can only really think about one time that I was truly blacked out, not in control of myself, in a zombie-like state. You gotta, you gotta, you you gotta put a qualifier in there. Blacked out is, like, not remembering it the next day. Oh, I didn't I rarely, rarely don't remember things the next day. I'll remember it, but I will not be in control of my motor functions. Well, mine's no, and it's it's the show that we played in Lincoln, where we took a lot of a lot of alcohol. That's because that guy was like, "Hey, you guys, before the show, we should take some shots of Crown Black." Emptied the bottle between six of us. Yeah. Emptied a was it a full uh. bottle? It was full when we started. It was full, Ugh. and he emptied it all into sh- six shots for each one of us, which we all took. And I loved it. I started out that. How did I start out that show? I said, "And I need you now, tonight. <laughs> I fucking need you more than ever." And the whole <laughs> place was like, like uh, oh, "Does that mean they're starting?" It <laughs> <laughs> was a wild night. night. Play uh, a show for me. I will go nuts at that. It was it was a wild night. And I mean, like, we've had a fair... I've gotten a little too drunk at some of our shows most of the time. <laughs> I mean, but I have a great time. I don't... I mean, my show performance is just at an A. Sean, but Sean, my, uh, my playing ability is at a, at a C- minus at best. Sean, when Sean gets really drunk in the last set, you usually know because he starts doing more crowd work. Like, instead of playing the songs, he'll just, like, start just standing out on the, the speaker, and he'll jump down in the crowd and pretend like he's playing, but he's not. There was, there was <laughs> Tyler's just up there like, what the I fuck? used to do that, and then... Well, we're not missing much. But <laughs> I used to do that, and then Tyler would just straight up unplug me. So it just, it really released me to the to I, what was. I won't, I won't say that I did. I haven't. I may have. If, you know, I got to run the ship. Yeah. I'm, like, one of the only person... People that just stays pretty well sober and got to make sure shit's still going in the right direction. Well, when I go Can't into go when I go into my far. alias mode, yeah, that's when things get a little bit wiry. And I, I've I feel like I've calmed down from that. I haven't sure I haven't gone that far because we haven't played a ton of like college drunk shows. So yeah, those are that those brings it out of you. You know, now that I'm hearing this, it makes so much sense. The homecoming show you played at the Palms that night. Oh yeah, that's when he, he'll be standing like, out on yeah, the speaker. It was like halfway through, and Sean starts talking a lot more in the microphone. I'm like, I thought this was Tyler's band. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> no. is. I didn't say that at the at the Lincoln show. He's talking about Sean breaks out the line. Ah uh, yeah, if y'all having a good time, stick around afterwards. We're giving out. 
tattoos in the parking lot so you can go home and tell your friends you got double barreled. We were branding people. We weren't tattooing. Oh, branding, yeah. Branding <laughs> people. That's, that's way more realistic. I mean, we could find a coat hanger and turn it into oh, anything. Oh, yeah. It was, we're going to be branding people in the parking lot afterwards, and you can go home and tell people you got double barreled. It made sense. I was just like, my mom's here, damn it. <laughs> you were not in that coherent. Oh, yes, I was. Enough I, I remember like being so ashamed of being on that same stage as you at that moment. <laughs> People loved it. They got him going. I don't think anybody knew what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. What, what Sean really sounded like, oh, this is Fargo, I'm branding oh, no. you. It was coherent, but there was, I mean, <laughs> usually I was Start. pretty good about maintaining myself to still be able to like load in and load out every night. Mm-hmm. I, those were, I think there's probably two or three shows that I can remember that I physically couldn't keep myself upright to load out and that was one of them another one was my birthday that we played in lincoln was that the farm bureau yes and the and that one got out of control i I, I remember looking at you guys saying i'm sorry i'm gonna go to sleep in this booth and i did and like you guys were just like you're fine like you do enough or at least that's the way it came through in my head. <laughs> what they were saying is, you're, it's you're like, fuck I deserve, up, I deserve this one. Yeah, and I was just like, it's my birthday. I drank way. Well, we all we knew that you were there with a bunch of your coworkers and stuff. Like that was kind of to be expected. They were bringing you shots and stuff. It it got out of hand. I mean, like we we sang we sang a Blink One Eighty Two song that night. We oh. did. We I, see, and that's again. Tyler, you played Blink One Eighty Two. I again. I don't remember. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> I love that. that I wasn't blacked out. Because I would, I remembered it. it was I just was playing just in really, oh, really gone. You guys played Blink One Eighty Two. I didn't. Yes. I, you guys were like, let's try it. I was like, hey, this is all you guys. We did. <laughs> this Blink is after hours. I'm done here. I got my chick. <laughs> we did Blink One Eighty Two. We did a Tenacious D song. You did a Tenacious D. Which one? Which one? Well, the only one I know would be the yeah. Kick a Destiny or Kick a Boo. No, no. It was. You don't. Uh, Always have to fuck her hard. Oh, fuck her gently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No for for you and you and same chord progression as rehab bartender. Yes, really. That's how that's how it happened because he came up and goes, "Oh, you're playing this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like no, and and you just kept on playing. He's like, "Can I sing it?" And he just started (laughs) in on it, and you guys went with it for a while. But that night really that that night spiraled a lot. Yeah. Those are some of the best nights. It's the nights you don't plan on that really. I the two worst hangovers I've ever had in my life are nights where I start out saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna take it easy tonight." And I know that's a cliche, but that's that's just a fact of life. If you if you utter the words, "I'm taking it easy," you are not going to take it easy. Likely not. Okay, so next topic next week we're gonna talk about Google spying on us. <laughs> And everything spying on us in general. Is it real? Is it not real? Um, I mean, yeah, but I don't know to the extent that we're saying spying. Yeah. I, I believe that our phones are super humanoids listening to everything that we do. And it's farther than algorithms. I do agree with that. They are listening, but I don't know if it's with an insidious agenda. I, I, it's all about money, but this was being talked about probably on a different podcast. I don't remember what, but they referenced a uh, documentary on Netflix and said, you got to watch this. It's crazy what you'll find about basically like Alexa devices listening in and stuff like that. So I watched it, and that wasn't exactly what the documentary was talking about. I was a little disappointed 
that didn't have the evidence I was looking for. I know for a fact that if you start typing things in and searching stuff, then you're definitely going to get, uh, like, pointed advertisements. Track. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, that is just, I mean, that's a fact. And that's been going on for a while. And it depends on if you look at that as spying. I don't. I don't. I mean, that's. Smart. I don't either. I don't, smart look, I don't either. I don't look at your search it, history. It, it, what it comes down to is if you do you have something to hide. I, mean, I honestly, think it's more do you than have that, to hide? I mean, it's not so much that I have something to hide. I mean, I've got lots of stuff to hide. Like I value my privacy, but I also don't. They can look at what I search because I'm not out here searching how to make pipe bombs. I think that's the tip of the iceberg, though. Yeah. Yeah. If, you're right. If they you're can right. listen to certain things and point ads your way. What else can they look at? What yeah, else can you know, they hear? What else can they do? You're and though, that, right. You may not be searching stuff that you want to hide, but you may be, have things of conversation that are of value uh, or that are of certain worth that you don't want people to know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's just it's those types of things that, that scare me. And, I mean, we can get I let's, we can go down rabbit holes of conspiracy theories. I think theories. we'll save this. We'll save this one for later. Yeah, we got to be over this, an hour and a half now, right? Uh, yeah, we're at an hour and forty five minutes. Jesus, so nobody's listening. This has to been a lot thing. better of a conversation. Than if what you I thought it was going are to still material. listening to this podcast, if you are, I, we'll if you're a a, Thank you. a, a we'll listener, <laughs> no, 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 you can't. Oh, how? There's nothing to edit out. Oh, yeah, we can. No, edit no, that's down. not the point of podcasts. It's not to edit stuff down. You got to let it be feel free. Like you're part of the conversation. Yeah, these people don't want to be like, oh, wait, I thought, what, where are we at now? <laughs> yeah. We'll segue but this stuff with like Pat McAfee. If, yeah. oh, that's, that's like podcast clips. But if you're still listening, give Sean a shout out. Maybe we'll have some kind of grand prize for the, the person that listens the most or something here. I don't know. I guess it's your guys' podcast. All for, I'm all for having an audience in here. I'm all for people chiming in. We've got a fair amount of microphones that we can pull up. I'm not saying that <laughs> I want to have 17 people in the studio. I'm just saying that if my I'm shows continue to be canceled, I'm selling my mics. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are in here every week. I hope uh, you're in here as much as possible. You. Tyler's doing a residency here as long as the quarantine goes on. Uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He's yeah. like the chain smokers are to Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, like, I want... I, I Shout out Tyler Ford's woodworking. That, that, you mean Pinocchio's Bits? <laughs> Pinocchio's Bits. We haven't come up with a name yet, but I, I'm starting a little woodworking quit, side business to get me trying, through the hard times. <laughs> I quit trying to come up with names after I said Pinocchio's Bits. I thought that that was a home run. I thought that that was a... After, uh, they, after they don't take your A1 material, what the fuck's worth? <laughs> sure. I ain't going to keep thinking. Sure. I mean, we, uh, like, we, could, we could go through the woodworking ones. I mean, it's, uh, there, there's a lot of good ones out there. I can't yeah. remember the good ones I had. It, basically, any innuendo with hardwood. Oh, yeah. That's what we came up with. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I thought Pinocchio's Bits were, was, a, was a home run. I think I need to use my name recognition, though. It'd be foolish Agreed. not to. Agree. You know what? We'll revisit it next week. Yeah, keep thinking. True. Got sure. a week to brainstorm. Well, inaugural Sp- Tyler Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Well, this has been a good one. Indeed. Probably do this once a week. Try to do it once a week. Uh, Shit, did you day. hit record? Wake up feeling blessed, uh, pissing on that dresser. Uh, Ain't afraid uh, to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Uh, Riding in that tester, roasting nigga ketchup. Uh, Sipping on that several, tell him